This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. I have two little bunnies in my front yard. Hello, bunny. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just d- d- die it. Thin. Not till you lie. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right. Welcome to the logical weight loss podcast today's show going to be a little noisier because you're going with me as i walk around the block we're going to walk around the block tonight just to show that hey you know it's that easy and in the probably 20 minutes it takes to listen to this podcast you could have walked around the block it's really that easy one of the things i want to talk about today is motivating yourself and I got an email from somebody. They said, quit, quit with the apology. So I'm not going to apologize for this. But I did find out that, uh, I, I'm, I guess it's with the wedding. It, you know, you can find excuses, I guess, always. It's really hard to find reasons. But uh, it, it's hilarious. I, I'm back to, I, well, I was back to 210 after going down to 205. And at 210, that's, that's my weight where I get upset and I kick it into gear that's that when the scale hits 210 is where I go oh man and I start again and I just want to say that while it's somewhat disappointing that I have to start again there's nothing wrong in fact there's there's it's absolutely right to start again if at first you don't succeed skydiving's not for you I mean if at first you don't succeed you know, start again. Learn from your mistakes. Keep moving. And, uh, you know, if you can learn from your mistake, once you get the ball rolling, then you can keep it rolling. And so, um, that's what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, I went back to, uh, in this case, I'm going back to Diet Power. I'll be talking about that in a second, the software. Uh, there's a link to that out in the show notes at LogicalLoss.com. I am doing things like this, where I am, you know, walking. And then I usually get home from my walk, and I'll... Uh, right now I'm using the EA Sports Active for the Wii, for a little mini workout. And I'll be talking more about that probably in a future podcast. But, uh... Start again. Is it somewhat disappointing that you're starting again? Sure. I have two little bunnies in my front yard. Hello, bunny. 
And uh, here we go. I've got to control my ADD. Otherwise, this will be flight of ideas Monday. But uh, is it disappointing to start again? Sure. Do I feel good that I'm starting again? Yes. That I'm not quitting. That I'm not going, I just forget. I'm going to eat whatever I want past the ice cream. You know. So... I'm trying to figure out which route to go. Because if I go all the way up to Detroit, it's going to get real noisy. So um, I might cut through a school here. But uh, there is a a guy, he's a financial guru, named Dave Ramsey from Tennessee. And he's all about uh, getting out of debt. And he says, if you live like nobody else, meaning you don't use credit cards and things of that nature... If you don't do that, then unlike the rest of America, who is pretty much broke, okay, this wind, I have a Kleenex over my microphone, so we wouldn't get this problem with the wind. That's going to annoy me. But anyway, if you live like nobody else, you can eventually live like nobody else. And one of the things he he did, which I think is kind of funny, but you know, as, uh, as Americans, I guess... And, and for those of you who aren't Americans, you can listen in. <laughs> uh, we, we get hung up on words, you know. Um, used to be uh, army people were shell-shocked. And now it's, what is it, post-traumatic stress syndrome. Well, we hate the word budget. We hate the word budget. Because that means we're not going to get to do stuff. I'm not going to get to spend my money. Well... Dave realizes this, and I'm going to tie this into weight loss in a second. If you're thinking, why are we talking finances? But uh, Dave realizes this and says, uh, okay, it's not a budget. It's a spending plan. And he says, at the beginning of the month, you sit down and you realize you've only got so much um, money and you're going to decide where your money's going to go as opposed to just spending it willy-nilly and at the end of the you know you have one of those situations where you're uh, you have too much month at the end of the money as the old saying goes and this guy thinks I'm nuts because I'm talking to myself I'm going to pretend this is a cell phone here we go I'll put this up like that and he okay, forget it he thinks I'm nuts because I'm talking to myself anyway um <laughs> Oh, this is fun. So, you change the phrase, and we still know it's a budget, but it's a spending plan. And you're telling your money where to go. Well, we kind of have the same situation, right? There's only so many calories that we should be eating. That's our, so instead of calling it a diet, because we all hate diet, we all hate diets because that means, oh, I can't eat ice cream, and I can't eat pizza, and I can't eat, and I can't, and I can't, and I can't. No, no, no. Instead of focusing on what you can't do, let's, let's call it an eating plan. This is not my diet. It's my eating plan. Because you've only got so many calories you can eat. And so what you can do is you can go to uh, websites like the Daily Plate. Or in my case right now I'm using Diet Power software. I like Diet Power because I can, number one, it's very, very easy to put in the food that you're eating. And not only will it keep a running total of my calories, but it will rate them nutritionally. So, like, I was surprised this morning. I ate uh, 
raisin bran with skim milk, and I got a D for that. I was like, all right, well, and it even told me, you know, eat more protein and blah, blah, blah. So then I said, all right, well, let's put some chicken in and do this, and it'll go through and tell me where I'm at, things of that nature. So I, I can plan ahead, and I think that is, who is blasting the radio here? Got some workers working on an air conditioning unit here at a school, and they're rocking and rolling, except it's 10 after 8. If I'm the neighbors, I'm going to be yanked at that. Anyway, so you can put in how much food you want to eat. You can, you can say, okay, I've only got so many calories, and it'll tell you. You know, like for me right now, it's like, you know, you need to be eating about 1,650 calories. So I can go in and put in, nice, put in what you're going to be eating and see that, hey, okay, good. I'm, I'm either at that number or less. And, uh, and then you can see, okay, the next thing I'm going to be eating, in this case, will be a grilled chicken breast. That'll be my lunch. And so when I get hungry, it's not that, oh my gosh, there's no food. I'm just going to wait for another, you know, three or four hours till lunch. And then I'll eat that. And then, you know, and, and because I'm sticking to the plan, that's going to give me some confidence and so it's not a diet, it's an eating plan. And that's really my plan right now, is to plan the whole day's food. So I can see that I'm under or near my calories. I have a plan for the day, and I just, I don't do it for the week. Some people do that. I'm just going one day at a time. Now the other thing is, when you're starting over, you really just need one good day to start. So I hit the 210 mark. I was like, ah. And that day, I started, I'm doing what I do now. I started off my day by walking around the block. Uh, after my lunch, I'll probably walk around the block. After I eat my dinner, I'll walk around the block twice. That'll give me about 10,000 steps for the day. It's really that easy. It's about 2,200 steps, at least here in my neighborhood, to walk around the block. But when I started exercising again, I felt better because I knew I was doing something to help to achieve my goals. So it's it's really easy, as, as, as disappointing as it is, to, to lose that momentum that you had going maybe. It doesn't take a lot to get it back. One good day, at least for me, made me go, okay, I can do this. I had one day that was good and, you know, all I got to do is repeat. So, and you do the things that you need to repeat, and you, you, you know, at this point, I, I know there are things that I just can't do. I don't buy Briar strawberry yogurt. Don't do it. If I buy six, I'll eat three in a day. I'll eat four in a day. That, that stuff's like crack to me, so you got to learn what your, your weaknesses are sometimes, and that just means you got to avoid them. doesn't mean you're a wimp because you have no um, willpower, but uh, sometimes you just have to avoid that. So... I started exercising, and I, I'm, I am feeling much more better. Is that even right? I'm feeling much more better. Hmm. How about I'm feeling better about myself? I feel more confident, and I've been exercising uh, like two or three days on, then one day off, keeping that schedule, and the pounds are coming off. I'm down to 208 in about the span of two weeks. So you can do it and then just keep it up and then 
you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I guess in my case, if I was looking for an excuse, you know, I, I did the whole graduation. That was stressful. And then I got the whole marriage thing. I ate a bunch of bad food on my honeymoon. You know, whatever it is, I know that I did something that I shouldn't have done. And i I got to find ways to do that in moderation in the future. And in some cases, you can, again, plan for it. So if you're doing an eating plan and you go, you know what, I haven't had ice cream in 18 days. And that's something else I'm going to talk about here in a second. <sighs> but, uh, you know, if you haven't had ice cream in 18 days, you're like, you know, doggone it, I really, 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 really want some ice cream. Plan for it. Maybe eat a lighter breakfast. Maybe eat a little lighter lunch. And then for that afternoon snack or the evening snack or whatever it is, uh... You know, you budget in some... Oh, I'm sorry, I said the B word. You plan in some, some ice cream. So, uh, that's the way it's going to work. And uh, so you get your ice cream. And, you know, when you're a little hungry in the afternoon because you had a light lunch, you just say, yeah, but, you know, I'm going to gonna make it to the ice cream. And in the same way that when I was a uh, young boy, I had an allowance. And there came a point when I was like, hey, I wanted... Uh, in my case, I wanted the the album, which is dating myself, uh, Tommy, by the, well, it wasn't by the Who, it was by the Who, but it was the original motion picture soundtrack, because I really wanted the song Pinball Wizard, and I had to save up my allowance for, for quite a while to buy that album, but I really, really enjoyed that album. There's another bunny rabbit. Wow. All right. Anyway, and uh, I really, really treasured that album. I took care of that album because I bought it with my own money, and that's a whole other story about teaching your kids how to handle their money. But in the same way, um, when I do get to eat my ice cream, number one, I'm going to buy it in a size, like in my case, I will go to an ice cream shop so I can get one serving of ice cream, not a quart that I can then gorge myself on. Again, gotta know your, your, uh, your weaknesses. So, it is a lovely day in Ohio. It was really weird here. Um, it's July 20th. I've been married for a month. Holy cow. And uh, it's like, I think it was like 68 degrees, which is unheard of in Ohio. And July and August and September, you just cook. So anyway, I have another neighbor here that thinks I'm very weird because I'm talking into a Kleenex. <laughs> anyway. So the other thing I want to talk about that I'm going to do is, and I need to find a program for everybody to use, but there's a program on my phone. Like I can, I can look in and I put in the date that I met my wife and I can see that, you know, I've known her for over a thousand days now. Well, I'm going to do this with things that I don't want to do. Like I'm going to put in the last time I ate fast food. I'm going to put in the last time I had ice cream. And anything that I want to make less of, right? And then, uh, because I've seen this in places, in uh, different industries, where you'll walk in and uh, it'll say, you know, we've gone 476 days without an accident. You know, safety is no accident. And and they try to get this streak alive. Well, I, I wanted, I'm going to try this with some of my bad habits, or maybe I should do it the other way, make it positive. But then I won't have a streak. I'll be like, hey, I've, you know, drank eight glasses of water seven days in a row or something like that. You can do that on uh, Spark People, 
where you can track positive goals but I, I wanted to have a streak because I want to look at it and say oh you know what it's been you know whatever 16 days since I've had Mitchell strawberry ice cream and uh, if I if I eat some now it will take me 16 days to get to the point where I am now and I don't want to lose my streak I'm going to use that as a motivational tool so again I, I'm trying not to focus on those things that are bad because if I look at that and I might say oh Mitchell's strawberry ice cream I want some now but I'm going to try that and there's a little tool in my phone it's not an iPhone but uh, that you can put in a date and it'll tell you how many days from that or it'll tell you how many days if you want to put in like uh, a future date you can do that as well and I guess you could do that you could say okay I'm gonna allow myself to have ice cream in 20 days you know and then I could look at it and say okay I, I can't have it today but the, it's coming so um, let's see I'm about three-fourths the way around the block the other thing I thought I would talk about in terms of motivation is right now I graduated from college I'm uh, back on the job circuit and and just to, to give you some if you're in the same boat uh, I went to my university the University of Akron and went to their career center and they said yeah right now the average college graduate four to seven months to find a job so the fact that I'm kind of feeling depressed after two and eh, depressed isn't the right word but frustrated uh, that I don't have a job yet so uh, you know sometimes God's timetable is a little different than the one year you're on and uh, but uh, on my honeymoon, I went to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, um, where there's Dollywood and all this other stuff. Fun place, very touristy, but we went up in a cabin, and uh, so we had the best of both worlds. We had solitude in a cabin, and then we had civilization with, uh, you know, all these places. But one of the things that was interesting, and I, and I in, in a one-mile strip, there were five, five pancake houses. Five pancakes, and on the other side of the pancake house, I would probably say was a barbecue joint, and probably on the other side was a, a fireworks place. So if you ever see somebody that's, uh, you know, got uh, barbecue sauce on their shirt and maple syrup on their chin and nine fingers, they're they're probably from Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. <laughs> and uh, but the other thing was, we went to this thing called the Dixieland Stampede. It's this special horse show that Dolly Parton. Uh, runs the place. She wasn't there, but you know, she's she's the money behind it. And there were license plates from all over. I mean, Louisiana, Michigan. Obviously, I'm from Ohio, Indiana, uh, Kentucky, West Virginia. All these places, and yet, so it's somewhat safe to say it was a fairly decent representation of America as I was there. And you read how America is obese, and you hear how America is fat, and you know what? Uh, they're right. They, ooh, my goodness, there were some large, large people there. And one of the things I've always tried to do as a person is to avoid stereotypes. I'm the musician that doesn't do drugs. I'm the guitar player that doesn't play loud enough. Um... And right now, it is my goal to be a fit American so I can stand out. Now, the other thing is, you know, sometimes we find motivation in different things. Maybe your motivation is staying healthy so you can watch your grandkids grow up. 
Um, maybe your motivation is you want to look good for your spouse. Whatever it is, my motivation, my new motivation is I'm going on these job interviews. And think about this from an employer standpoint. You've got a guy that walks in and he's 60 pounds overweight. And another guy walks in and he's 20 pounds overweight. They're both equally skilled. They're both equally friendly. They're both equally going to take care of your customer. Which one are you going to hire? The guy that's in better shape. Because the guy that's in worse shape, especially if your company offers health benefits, is going to cost the company more money. He's more likely to. Everybody knows obesity leads to all sorts of fun diseases and problems and knee replacements and hip replacements and things of this nature. So you're going to hire the more healthy person. So that is one of my motivational points right now as I exercise and as I walk around the block. And, and the other thing is I, I moved in with my now new wife and the bank is right down the street, probably a mile. So I now bike to the bank. If I'm just going to the bank where I used to run in the car, saves the gas, gives me some exercise, I bike to the bank. Uh, the other day, I, there's a little strip mall not too far from here. I biked to Office Max to get more paper, put a book bag on my backpack, or uh, put a backpack on my, my back. Rode to Office Max, got my paper, came out, threw it in my backpack, and drove home. It's summer here in Ohio, and I, you need to take advantage of that. Get out there and play some tennis. I'm awful at tennis. My wife just spanks me every time. You know, that's one of those phrases, now that I just said that, that I probably, somebody's going to take that out of context. and. Anyway, um, you know, I'm horrible at tennis, but boy, I tell you what, I, I work up a sweat doing that. Um, you know, we, we've talked about fun things like canoeing and, you know, if it's, I, I realize right now the Australian people are going, crikey, it's freezing, you know, but uh, here in the States, it's, it's beautiful. And I realize you might be saying, but Dave, it's too hot, especially on the weekends when I go out to play. You know, and, and I can't walk around the block, things like that. Well, you know, right now I'm doing this at 8 o'clock in the morning, so it's nice out. And I know you're probably saying, but I've got a job, Dave, and you don't. Okay, well, if I had a job, I'd be doing this at 6 in the morning, maybe, or something of that nature. So, or, one of my favorite things to do is walk at night, where it is cool out, you know. And uh, hopefully you live in a neighborhood where you can do that and feel safe so I'm uh, I'm rounding home here and I want to I don't want to apologize but I'm sure that this <laughs> usually I have notes in front of me and I didn't bring any notes I just I'm walking around talking into this little portable recorder with a handkerchief over it to uh, to block the wind <laughs> and my neighbors kind of think I'm weird yeah there's a lady right now that's so I'm scratching my eyebrow as I walk by but uh at any rate, um, and now I'm going to talk on the side of my mouth so she doesn't think I'm weird. But anyway, um, okay, I'm by the neighbor. Because it looks a little weird when you're walking around with headphones and you're talking to yourself. But that's what you're doing. So let's review. Don't be afraid to start again. You can't beat people that refuse to quit. You can't. You can't beat people that refuse to quit. They will eventually overcome, especially if they're learning from their mistakes. So that's one thing we talked about. We talked about standing out. You know, if, if we, uh, we talked about eating plans. They're not diets anymore. It's an eating plan. 
tell, you know, you only have so many calories. So, tell your food where to go. You know, figure out what food you're going to do. Stick to the plan. And uh, by having that plan, you'll have a bit of, of a light at the end of the tunnel. So when you're hungry, you can say, oh, I get to eat in an hour and a half, and I'm going to have chicken and some vegetables, etc., etc. You know, do the eating plan. It's not a diet. It's an eating plan. We want to stand out. We, we want to uh, stand out from... Uh, we don't want to be the typical obese, fat American. And uh, some of that may be, he said, because he's got about another half a block, cooking your own food. I think I talked about this in the last show, but when we went on our honeymoon, we took a crock pot. And so we'd go out playing, and we'd be cooking dinner as we were out playing. So if you say to yourself, I don't have time to eat, invest in a crock pot, because every meal was delicious. And if you go to the Daily Plate, I think that's the name, Daily Plate, thedailyplate.com, or, or, or Google it, and, and uh, look up Olive Garden. They have salt in their salad, you know, because of the dressing. And it's really, you know, there's, uh, there's a reason why Olive Garden doesn't have nutritional information, not to bash Olive Garden. It's one of my favorite places to eat, unfortunately, or my wife's favorite place to eat. Um, but they have a lot of salt in there. So, um, if you are cooking your food, you have control over how much salt is in your food and how much butter and how much oil and all the other things that are not so good for you, and you have control over that. So, how hard is it to walk around the block? Now, you know what? I forgot to put on my pedometer. I was going to tell you how many steps I took. Doggone it. I just missed 2,000 steps for my pedometer. That stinks. Um, but it's typically for me about 2,000, and it's that easy. You know, you got to hear the little sight sounds. I got a lot of crows following me today for some reason. But get out there and do it because soon it's going to be winter and you go, Oh, I wish I could walk around outside and I hate the treadmill. Well, go out and use God's treadmill today. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, you can do it. Don't be afraid to start over if you've fallen off the wagon. That's the other thing I talked about. You know, the confidence will come back with just a few good days. You get a few good days under your belt, you feel a whole lot better about yourself, and take that momentum and just keep telling yourself, today, today is the day I'm going to put my body first. You know, I will put good things in my body. I will, you know, I will control my appetite. I will not try to fix emotional problems with food, things of that nature, because you can do it. So thanks for joining me on my walk around the block this morning, and we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free. 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I 
Try it thin, but I can't buy it Guess I'll have to do it die